0: I am Holly, and I am Danielle, and this is the Spooky Hour. What up?
1: Hey, we're back. Episode four. We had to take a little breaky poo. I guess we'll just talk about it. I lost my dad a couple weeks ago. It sucks, but he liked the podcast. He likes all the serial killer stuff and the spooky stuff.
0: So we're back for him. We're here to honor Frank. Good old Frank. Yeah, I miss him like heck. It's, it was a weird one doing one without you. That's I'm really happy you're back. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you did great. And someone else said you did great too. Well, I'm sure everyone thought you did great, but
1: one person specifically commented.
0: Yeah. But you did really good. Who was that? Wasn't that his name? Kevin?
1: I, I'm sorry if that's not your name, but I think I'm so. I'm pretty sure it was So thank you, Kevin. Question yeah. Question mark. But she did really good. I was super proud of her and I really appreciate you stepping in because we didn't want
0: you guys to go like two or three weeks without us because yeah. you'd be miserable. I'm I'm sorry that, but it's true. You would be miserable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think we have a couple of, because I was going to say it before, but I thought we'd save it for this episode. We have a couple of thank yous to give out.
1: Yes. uh, My first thank you is to the lovely Hannah Rose. Uh, Hannah Rose Sims. I don't know if you want that whole name out there, but (laughs) she's uh, my tattoo artist and she actually designed our logo for us, which I'm obsessed with. He's so cute. Have we named him No, I was just going to say, we still haven't decided a name um, i really liked everyone's suggestions but nothing has spoken to me so far yeah. yet so keep them coming we'll figure it out at some point but yeah hannah's amazing um i've tagged her instagram in that post we'll probably tag it again at some yeah. point give her a follow if you're in ontario she's located in Barrie and she's
0: amazing just go get a bunch of tattoos by her because she's rad yeah
1: i met her uh like two or three years ago when i got my first one and Um, I've invested a lot of money into our friendship now. (laughs) I went once and I just kept going back and I'm like, I'm only going to get one more. And I've now gotten almost a half sleep completed. You were about to go count them and you're like, that's too much work. Yeah, it's too much work. (laughs) Um, but yeah, she's amazing. I love her work. She's got very like girly tattoos, very pretty. But she does it all. My boyfriend gets tattooed by her as well, and he's getting, like, a whole bunch of big animal skulls and stuff. Yeah.
0: She does it cool. all. What yeah. a woman. She's going to do my planchette. She doesn't know it yet, but she's going to She's going to do, do, do it. And she's such a sweetheart, too. It's really hard to get tattooed sometimes because, like, it's hard
1: to mesh with the person, and you're sitting there for, like, you know a couple hours and if it's dead silent it's weird i've had that experience and it sucks yeah me too yeah we won't drop names no but (laughs) hannah is such a sweetheart she chats the whole time she's into all of the cool bands we're gonna go see my chemical romance i was
0: gonna say speaking of this we have a very special
1: announcement to make um we're going to see (laughs) my chemical romance yep in in 2020 i know can you fucking believe it (laughs) i have been waiting i'd given up i literally like a few months ago was like they're never gonna do it like no. they don't give a shit and they heard that
0: yeah <laughs> and they like, as as they said we summoned them literally literally we, i feel like it was just us no i'm totally kidding, <laughs> yeah but, like holy fuck they finally get tired of me tweeting them like, <laughs> once a month <laughs> i mean we're both
1: in my chem t-shirts right now yep um somewhat planned i just kind of mm-hmm. wear this
0: shirt all the time because yep. it's awesome i wore mine we have a cat we have like jean days on fridays and you're literally supposed to wear jeans but still be like business casual and i'm like fuck it i'm wearing my, my, cam, my, shirt. my cam top because uh they're back it's amazing it's i've been waiting for this i think there's gonna be an album
1: i think an album's coming there's no way they put this much work just to go on a tour
0: yeah maybe they'll like do the tour see what they i mean like obviously they know how much people fucking love them yeah so just give us a goddamn album yeah <laughs> i feel weird about an album because i didn't love danger days but I'm
1: enjoying the spooky vibe they're putting out.
0: I listen to Danger Dave's now, and like I feel like they were way ahead of their time. Because that's yeah, more of the vibe for the A lot of now. people say that. I.
1: It's still just not my favorite. I like the the dark side of my chem i like the yeah. death and the the, de- <laughs> the gore and the vampires i like that bring that back and if the they had some catchy tunes on danger days don't get me wrong yeah, yeah. oh my, Is- my god no
0: we <laughs> have I- after this i have to show you alexa or whatever <laughs> that does it fucking google, google. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na. it's so funny so yeah should we
1: uh do you have any other thank yous we did hannah who's next i i literally just had hannah oh hannah you're our entire podcast <laughs> thank you no but we thank you it. to everyone we're getting like way more listeners than we thought we would Definitely. i think we say that every episode but it's true yeah like i thought five tops um so far we're in like more than five countries at yeah. this
0: point and that's wild we got like recently we got two downloads from freaking thailand that's... that's the other side of the planet yeah and like, that's insane side note i really
1: want to go to thailand but it's um expensive. if you're listening and you've listened from thailand Message me some, like, good places to go, because I want to plan a trip, and I know nothing. Yeah. I know nothing. <laughs> no, nope. But I heard it's, like, beautiful there. It's gorgeous. It's amazing. Yeah. And apparently, like, the... Like, there's, like, the beach part that's gorgeous, but, like, the downtown apparently is, like, really yeah. cool, too. Like, all the street food and stuff. Yeah. That's what I really go on vacation for is the food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, literally the most important part of yeah. the whole thing is the food. Literally. But we have, like, um to add to like our our map of the usa um nebraska hi nebraska hi nebraska and uh we have turkey
1: that's really cool yeah that's another like i don't want non-predominantly english speaking country so that's that's really cool to me for sure If you're listening and you're from these countries, like shoot us a message because we want to say hi because we think it's just really cool. It's fucking cool. I mean, everyone's like two loser kids from Ontario (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) that that has listeners in Thailand. Yeah,
1: so shoot us a message if you're listening. We'll we'll look at it. We're not like you know super famous or anything. We could check our inbox. Yeah, (laughs) and we're super
0: friendly. Is that everyone? Are we are we thanked? Yeah, I think we're thanked. Pretty much. I think we're thanked. I think we're thanked. um i have this really funny fucking story to tell you though okay because i I, okay i driving home i think about it every single day because i drive by it every single fucking day (laughs) so a week ago so i drive and like 99 percent of the time i'm on a farm road Mm -hmm. driving home and so there's like a dirt fucking road so no one's on it and i'm driving home and it's pitch black out and i'm coming up to the one road and it's like an intersection Mm -hmm. but on both sides of that intersection it's a no exit so it's not really not, like it's a stop sign. Like two dead ends? Yeah, two okay, dead Okay. So, Weird. but it's not a stop sign <laughs> for me, but a stop sign for them. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm driving along, and I see this like bright ass fucking light, and I'm like, "Does people still have Christmas lights on? It's like, almost <laughs> February." So I still... if Danielle
1: doesn't have her Christmas decorations up, and you do, I think you need to reevaluate your life. Yeah,
0: I think you out Christmas me. So we have we have oh to wait, have a you do have.
1: a... am looking at a Christmas tree on her table right now. I retract that statement. Yeah. Continue. I do. I have a little uh, uh it's Grinch. a Grinch tree. I have one at my house too. Yeah. I think it's Bethany's, my oh, sister.
0: Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean the best story my sister. This story. There was a light. Oh fuck yeah! So. <laughs> I was driving by and see this bright-ass fucking light, and I'm like, what the hell is that? So I slow the fuck down, (laughs) and I'm like, are you kidding me? There's this car engulfed in flames (laughs) on this dirt road, and I'm like, what the hell? What happened? I have no idea. So I stop. And, like, immediately I'm just like, oh, my God, what if, like, no one got out of that car and there's, like, dead bodies in there and they're oh burning? my God. So I just heard freaking out and, like, panicking. So I get out of the car and this guy ends up walking up and I'm like, yo, dude, are you okay? <laughs> and he deadass just stares me in the face. He's younger than me. She yeah. Stares me in the face and goes, oh, I'm okay. I called my mom. <laughs> and I'm not even fucking kidding you. Like, not the not the fire department. No. He's His just mom. like, I, I called my mom and we, he's like stared at me for what seemed like a solid good awkward minute and i'm like but did you call the fire department and he's like not yet
1: Oh my God. Okay. In all fairness, I would call my mom too. I call my mom crying probably once a week (laughs) because I hate driving and like any minor inconvenience will make me cry. Yeah. Can you imagine if your car was on fire? I would call my mom. Yeah. I would. I feel that. I was like,
0: one, what are you doing on a dead ass road? Like, dead ass. That's
1: weird that you said that though because my sister told me earlier she was driving to, I think,
0: Lindsay last night and she saw a car on fire. I'm not surprised because like winter, like the fluids and shit, they all like combust and like.
1: Really? Should I be concerned about my car catching fire? No, you should not. Oh <laughs> i hate having a car <laughs> i do there, it's a common thing apparently i know a lot of people that don't like driving i mm-hmm. work with a, oh God, yeah. a lady and she is the only person in the office allowed to work seven to three because she doesn't want to be in rush hour traffic that bad that she like fought for it and was like i can't i can't go to work you it's try like, to
0: fight for that
1: i can't they won't let me
0: uh-huh.
1: yeah and i'm not like that bad i could do it yeah. i just don't enjoy it
0: yeah that's fair but
1: that's fucking crazy only you would stumble upon that right so i
0: drive by it every day at work and i like look down you the just street laugh and like, <laughs> i wonder what happened to him i don't know he was like i'm good and the, another truck ended up coming by and asking sort of the same thing so we just like left. what do you like even do just offer like a comforting pat on the back yeah sorry about your luck bro <laughs> honestly i thought my like eyebrows were gonna burn off like the car it just didn't like just start it was it was there for a while like the car was pretty much burnt down and that's i'm like insane. bud call the fire department yeah so wow. i have no idea what happened but i drove by the next day and there was just just charred remains that's all (laughs) r.i.p car yeah
1: that was sad
0: yeah i think that's all like the news i got
1: uh i don't really have anything interesting i haven't left my house in like two weeks yeah i I fucking feel that (laughs) it's my first week back at work i'm a little bit tired i feel like you can hear it in my voice at this point a little bit your hair looks good though thanks i got my hair done i love my hairdresser she just gets me i do this like amazing red tone where it's still work appropriate but like red enough that i still feel like a little bit like a scene kid yeah um i love it
0: just wait till my come
1: oh man i'm getting extensions i already decided i'm getting pink and purple extensions Uh, my hairdresser said if i bought a wig she'd like give me the the scene mullet but i don't know if i want to invest that much money into it i will uh, invest that much money these tickets weren't cheap we were lucky we paid like the regular price for these tickets yeah but uh the section that we're in the row ahead of us right now is over a thousand dollars shut the hell up and like we didn't get good
0: seats that's
1: nuts <laughs> we're, we're there that's yeah. all that matters but but the whole tour sold out within like a day a fucking course I'm not, surprised. Like, not surprised at all everyone's been waiting for this it's amazing though to see the types of people that are coming out like people in suits and ties being like my is back and yeah like, Hold on, what? <laughs> i love it um anyways we, this whole podcast is just going to be about My Chemical Romance at this point.
0: It is, 100%. Time to get spooky. Time to get spooky.
1: Uh, I'm starting this week. Uh, <laughs> serial killer Tam first. Um, I decided to do this guy named Edmund Kemper. Oh, snap. Do you know him? Of course I do. <laughs>
0: He's on, Um, they portray him on Mindhunter. Mind Mindhunter, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know that until
1: after I did this story, because okay. I'm only like, I think like two episodes into yeah, Night yeah.
0: hunter it's so it's apparently they're not renewing it yeah it i saw like, that
1: so now i don't even want to yeah keep watching
0: like it's not like not it's like it's not not being renewed but they kind of like just put it on hold for now or From something what like i that. understand they've laid off the entire cast but they haven't the officially fuck.
1: canceled it
0: but i love the cast
1: i wonder if it's like a contract thing where like mm-hmm. if they're laid off they're not paying them yeah so they're saving money for production or something i don't I know no there's idea. something weird going on but cool show uh he's on this show He's also known as the co-ed killer because he uh, targeted college students, specifically to college women. Also three members of his own family, which is fucking really dark. Yeah.
0: Okay. I didn't know that. Surprise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Part of the reason why I picked him is that he's known for like how big he is and his intelligence. And I think it's like, he's really cool. So he's 6'9". He's a giant man. And he has an IQ of 145. Holy and that's shit. i don't know what like the highest iq you can get is but i know 145 is probably high IQ. mine's probably just 45 <laughs> um but he's known for like his interviews he gives and like all sorts of like he would trick the mental health facility he was in like he would learn the answers to the questions so that they thought he wasn't mentally ill and stuff that's like he's really crazy. really intelligent so i thought that was kind of cool that he's just like his, what was
0: it was 140 145 was 145. His. Are Highly you googling g- it yes between 145 and 159 is highly gifted well he's highly gifted
1: um but i thought it was really cool because that that shows like another level of complexity to his brain a little bit definitely um he's famous for the line quote one side of me says i'd like to talk to her date her the other side says i wonder how her head would look like on a stick um this is (laughs) terrifying (laughs) (laughs) this line was used in the movie american psycho christian bale played the main character patrick bateman but Apparently, the line was wrongfully credited to another serial killer, Ed Gein, who... I feel like he's like the Green River or something like that. I'm gonna... I, I know his name. If you know what it is, correct me, please. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was kind of cool that they, like, quoted him in a movie. A little weird.
0: That is really fucking weird.
1: Um, so, we're gonna touch on his childhood a little bit. That sounded really bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine it being, like, the first date and that's what he says? Like, that's the line? think yeah, that's a pretty good sign that you should not go on a no. second date. No. Um especially from someone that's six nine no yeah he's baby. he's huge yeah. and
1: he's like not skinny either he's like a big giant dude so yeah. like terrifying so i'm going to talk about his childhood a little bit he had the like textbook definition of a serial killer childhood um he was born on december 18th 1948 in california oh a couple he was... days
0: before me <laughs>
1: <laughs> why are you proud of that i don't know <laughs> um Oh, off topic, but didn't y'all just show me a really cool article? Fun fact I just thought of: apparently, most serial killers are Tauruses. If you're oh. into zodiacs and astrology and all that stuff, just avoid Taurus, I guess. So that's not Ed Kemper, then. No, no, he's not. He's a Sagittarius. But the uh, article we should share the link because I thought it was kind of cool. It shows how many serial killers are each sign. Yeah, you could kind of tell, like you know, Scorpio is a little bit high because uh, you know they're angry uh libra there's only two on the list we are peace loving hippies we don't do this shit <laughs> anyways i don't so- know much about mine i should probably look that up Sagitt- i think you're like sensitive or something i don't know i'm only I mean, like, not wrong i'm like half-assed fake into it like i read it because i think it's cool but i don't really know a whole lot don't about it, it. <laughs> so yeah he was the middle child of e kemper and clarnell kemper ee kemper his name is ee i don't know why his name is (laughs) ee i don't know if that's a typo i did we just discussed this early we we wrote this so long ago before all this stuff happened with my dad and like we probably should have revised it before
0: this yeah i looked at mine like (laughs) real quick and i wrote like notes at the bottom and i'm like i have no idea why the fuck i wrote this
1: it's fine it's a weird episode we'll get over it it's fine um so he had one older sister and one younger sister who's i I couldn't find their names for some reason okay i looked through like several articles and couldn't find them but two sisters maybe they just
0: don't want to be named
1: Uh, don't blame him i literally in my notes wrote ding 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 serial killer step one in 1957 his parents divorced uh he moved in with his mother and two sisters he had a difficult relationship with his mother because she was an alcoholic and she picked on him as opposed to his sisters um when he was 10 she forced him to live in the basement um away from his sisters because for some reason she thought he might harm them in some way which she like knew weirdly enough right so this is like before he showed any signs of anything she was like i don't trust you around my daughters go live in the basement
0: that's so that's fucked so his mom basically knew there was something wrong she like sensed
1: something or like i don't know but at the same time but that's
0: your son why would you treat him like dirt
1: she obviously didn't deal with the divorce very
0: well maybe if you loved him he wouldn't have turned out to be a serial killer No,
1: literally it's that nature versus nurture thing i think part of it for him is nature with his whole like high intelligence and Like, i feel like his brain is wired but a lot of like his mom did some messed up shit to him like she was abusive and locked him in a basement like that's That's awful um so i think he's got a little bit of nature and nurture but yeah right right off the bat he's not off to a good start um i'm already seeing like Resentment towards women because his mother was abusive towards him, you start yeah. to grow hatred towards your mother for being abusive, I mean,
0: obviously, which is a
1: little bit of a what is it called in a movie when they like drop a hint oh. Foreshadowing. foreshadowing yeah foreshadowing was we got there
0: foresight but that's not,
1: not <laughs> you, it. It. it was you were on the right track <laughs> um so signs of trouble began to emerge early uh he started doing weird things like cutting the heads off of his sister's dolls um he tried to talk his sisters into playing a game called the gas chamber in which they blindfolded <laughs> him led him to a chair where he pretended to writhe in agony until he, quote, died. What the Normal. Hell? I used to do that with my friends all the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. That's like
0: just a normal Saturday night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, something's not quite right. Uh, he eventually moved on to killing the family cat, which is, again, <laughs> textbook serial killer <laughs> stuff. Um, at 10, he buried one of the cats alive.
0: What the fuck do these and, cats ever which do Which is
1: you? around the time that his mom started locking him in the basement.
0: So maybe she knew... Like she like obviously knew
1: that. He I wonder to if he if he killed the cat before she moved him down there, there or after. Because yeah. if it's after, maybe that was like the trigger that like set off his yeah. serial killer ness. I don't yeah. know. And then uh, when he was thirteen, he stabbed another one to death. So after he killed the second cat, he moved in with his dad because his mother probably was just tired of his shit. Quite frankly, he only lived with his dad for a short period of time, and then he ended up with his mom because his dad was also sick of his shit, and she again, was sick of his shit and sent him to his grandparents. Oh so you could God. see a whole pattern of, like, being rejected, being pushed away, not yeah. being wanted. Definitely. Um He hated living on his grandparents' farm. Uh, but before going there, he uh, started learning about firearms, but his grandparents took his gun away after he started killing birds and animals. Um, I would also do that.
0: I mean, I feel like any normal grandparent who obviously raise kids know what the fuck's going on yeah
1: and it was also a different time because my my first thought is like you know the first time he did something weird with one of my daughter's dolls i would take him to a doctor yeah but this is like the 60s they just you know
0: have a conversation with him and not just throw him in a basement
1: yeah that's that's the 50s and 60s mental health didn't exist so it's just shove him in a basement yeah um but yeah i would take my child to a doctor immediately on august 27th 1964 he finally got mad enough that he uh shot his grandmother in the kitchen after they got into a heated argument and when his grandfather got home he went outside and shot him by his car and hid the body uh later kemper would say that he shot his grandmother to quote see what it felt like this poor old lady (laughs) i have never wanted to know what it's like to kill someone so that's uh a lot, um he also admitted that he killed his grandfather because he didn't want him to find out that his wife had been murdered, so that's a weird sort of sympathy thing that he yeah rage killed the grandma, who was a mother figure, and sympathy killed the grandfather, yeah, so again, that hatred towards women thing um for his crimes, he was handed over to the California youth Authority because he again was only fifteen at the time,
0: oh, so he got like they obviously knew he killed them. oh yeah, yeah, okay. he admitted
1: to it he um i think he called his mom first being like yo i just killed your parents
0: so we have these two (laughs) stories about people calling moms first like come on guys give your shit together that's (laughs) so funny
1: (laughs) men are so weird (laughs) 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 sorry no we're not like anti-men that was mean i shouldn't have said that (laughs) but it was funny it was funny you have to admit it
0: you have to have a funny bone on this pod to listen to this podcast yeah we don't take
1: anything seriously no
0: um, so he, like I said, he
1: was under 15, went to the California Youth Authority, which I guess is juvie of some sort. Yeah. Um, he underwent a variety of tests, which determined his high IQ, but that he also suffered from paranoid schizophrenia. Oh, I'm sure that helps
0: his high, high yeah, IQ. Yeah, no, he's doing, yeah. he's, he's
1: doing great. Um, Kemper was eventually sent to. A state hospital that I can't pronounce and I'm not going to (laughs) try, which I assume is in California. Um, It's a maximum security facility for mentally ill convicts. So I'd put him in max security too. He's six, nine and a rage killer. Yeah i did touch on this a little bit but due to his incredibly high iq he manipulated the the hospital staff um they allowed him access to assessment devices and he memorized the responses and stuff that were used in the assessment process to like fix his own psychiatric results and as a result of that he was released in 1969 at the age of 21 with a clean mental health record that is fucked so they like said he was cured essentially
0: he's kind of like the i don't want to say ideal serial killer but like he's no he is a little bit fucking yeah. smart and he could have got away with this all of it
1: yeah not. i again don't remember writing this so we're gonna find out how he got caught because <laughs> i don't remember but like he basically up until this point got away with murder yeah if you think about it like he did some time but in he a mental hospital that system. he got out of yeah yeah Completely. um so, despite the prison doctor's recommendation that he not live with his mother, guess where he went to live with? I'm gonna guess. <laughs> Let me guess. Go for it. His Go mom. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 ding. Do I winner, win? Winner, winner. <laughs> he moved back in with his wildly abusive, wildly alcoholic mother. Um, I thought this next fact was a little odd. He got a job with the city in the Department of Transportation, and after a while, he applied to become a state trooper. So, like, with the police. Yeah. yeah a yeah. killer <laughs> working with the police. Um, he was rejected because of his size, because he was six foot nine and three hundred pounds. I like that they
0: rejected him from his size,
1: not the fact that he was
0: a killer. killer. <laughs> not that, not that you. I know we know you killed your grandparents, but we can't accept you because you're six nine and three hundred pounds. They're like you can't run. We don't care that you've killed people. You can't run. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, um, in this job we kill people, so you're welcome. But uh, too, <laughs> you're just too tall for us. I feel like in every
1: episode we should talk
0: the we, we We won't they give us reason to so it's not our fault
1: no it's not um so yeah they rejected him but he i guess still...
0: i guess like on this topic they rejected him so that's good Bam. yeah yeah
1: no they did Thanks a good state thing. troopers this is the first time the police did something right in one of our episodes <laughs> um but he ended up becoming friends with some of the officers and they nicknamed him big ed which was really creative one of them gave him like a training school badge and handcuffs as a gift because he knew he wanted to be a cop and he's like here you go buddy don't know how legal that is yeah i feel like that's probably not no um and another one i know this one's not legal allowed him to borrow a gun um kemper then went to buy a uh car that looked like a police cruiser so i guess it was the same make or model or whatever but not painted
0: i know that like i'm not i don't know if it's in the states but i know here you can buy like old used police cars.
1: Yeah, i've seen them on the yeah. road a couple times. They take off the things that like say police but they'll yeah. leave it like the whatever like colors. The yeah. Stuff, yeah. Um so uh, i put question here. Um so was he trying to get in with the police to like help hide his homicidal tendencies like i'm a cop so i can't be a killer but like mm-hmm. keep killing behind the scenes? Or was he, like, trying to atone for what he did and, like, be a good person? Like, why did he want to be a cop so bad?
0: I feel like definitely the first one. I think so, too, because he's intelligent. Exactly. He knows how to play the game. And And that's because he's so smart. There's,
1: um... I can't remember which serial killer it was, but I've been researching a bunch of, like, mini facts. I don't know if you noticed, but I've been posting, like, fun facts. Yeah. I don't know if they're fun for most people. I think they're fun. Fun facts in our stories. And uh, I'm going to post this one eventually. But one guy... Uh, joined the police and ended up in a search party for himself. So like they were hunting this serial killer. That is fucking. But hilarious. he was the serial killer. <laughs> so like some some serial killers like
0: to be involved. I think it's an ego thing. A it's little it's bit. definitely an ego. They're thing. like, yeah, talk about yeah. me. I'm right here. And it's said that a lot of serial killers also will like murder whoever and go back to the yeah. scene yeah. after because they want things it. from the scene yeah. to like remember it. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Weird. People are gross, and I
0: feel like being that fucking smart—you know how to manipulate the system. You know how to work your way in. Yeah,
1: he definitely—he's had a
0: plan for everything this whole
1: time so far. Um, anyways, shortly after this rejection, Kemper was hit by a car while out on his motorcycle.
0: The poor Um, car. What's that? Is it the poor car?
1: (laughs) It's like hitting a moose. Yeah. (laughs) Um, His arm was badly injured and he received a $15,000 settlement in the civil suit he filed against the car's driver, which is probably more like $150,000 in today's money. Probably. Um, So it was like a, a good large sum of money. So he was unable to work because of his arm injury and he turned his mind toward other pursuits. Dun, dun, dun. He noticed a large number of women hitchhiking in the area. And in the new car he bought with some of his settlement money, he started storing tools and stuff that he might need to... You know, murder people, yeah. like a gun, a knife, handcuffs. He just started storing them in his car, which is normal and So
0: So basically he was driving around in his new fancy vehicle being like, I know how to murder you, so I'm gonna go pick up these tools and Yeah, he just car. I guess had a trunk full of murder tools. Here's my
1: question is like did he ever like drive any of his friends to work or anything and like, you know, like and see anything and just
0: not think anything of it? Um I, was, I mean, did he have friends? It was police friends, right?
1: Yeah, he was His weird police friends. Um, I wrote this is funny. I wrote this like a month ago probably. I wrote, I've been unemployed before, and it's pretty fucking brutal. So boring. Can't say I've ever started to stockpiling murder tools though.
0: Nope. Can't say. Nope. Can't do that.
1: Nope. Nope. Um, I did eat a lot though when I was unemployed. (laughs) Um, at first he started to pick up the hitchhikers and let them go. I guess he was just sort of like testing the waters to see if anyone would get in his car because he's a big scary looking dude yeah however when he offered a ride to two fresno state students mary ann Pesh and anita luquesa they would never make it to their destination dun, dun, dun. That's sad. their families reported them missing soon after but nothing would be known of their fates until august 15th when a female's head was discovered in the woods near santa cruz and it was later identified as the first hitchhiker mary ann Pesh. so just her head just her head so far
0: Okay, we'll off so to far. a great start.
1: Um, Lucessa's remains were never found. Kemper would later explain that he stabbed and scra- strangled Pesh before stabbing Lucessa as well, so he killed them both at the same time. He's a huge dude; he probably yeah. like very easily overpowered these two girls. After the murders, he brought the bodies back to his apartment, removed their heads and hands.
0: Ew. Uh,
1: he also reportedly engaged in sexual activity with their courses.
0: Uh, of course, he which did. Which is like my, I. Don't like hearing about that at all. No. I think it's the it's grossest disgusting. fucking thing. So not only did he murder hitchhikers, he was super into necrophilia, which is that's dark.
1: Little... And the removing the head of the hands is weird too. The head, I yeah. guess. Um, I think I read once that they remove the head because they don't want to see the face because of guilt. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense. But like the hands are weird. That is really weird. I don't know why he removed the hand. Oh my god, I just thought of something though. He
0: used to take the heads off of the Barbies. Yeah. So he's just like, oh, so god. he's planned this and so a time
1: uh later that year on september 14th 1972 he picked up 15 year old aiko ku 15 15 Uh young girl he was uh 15 when he killed his grandparents by the way we're we're like not even on the tip of the iceberg with him yet so
0: he doesn't even care about age at this point no no
1: she decided to hitchhike instead of wait for the bus that would take her to her dance class that she would normally take girl wait the five minutes for the bus
0: (laughs) um and that time it was so different though because hitchhiking was like the norm really yeah i feel like i would never ever ever do that i mean we have uber and shit
1: now i guess it's a little bit different yeah but i can't think of a situation in which i'd be desperate i'd maybe get into a woman's car yeah and i know that's like sexist or whatever but i think i would
0: but like back in those days like it was like because it was so uncommon right it like suspect that someone that would pick you up would literally kill you but there's been so many freaking cases of people that's why they make uber and stuff
1: now yeah (laughs) i mean
0: there's an uber driver that killed somebody too so i mean it happens
1: yeah people are fucked (laughs) yeah they'll find a way (laughs) um but yeah he did also murder um this 15 year old girl um, on Jan- in January 1973, he picked up another hitchhiker named Cindy Shaw, who he shot and killed. So he changed his method a little bit. Yeah. While his mother was out, yes, he was still living with his mother, oh, okay. uh, he went to her house and hid Shaw's body in her- his like old bedroom. Uh, he dismembered her corpse there f- the following day and threw the parts into the ocean. Several parts were later discovered when they washed up on shore and he buried her head in his mother's backyard, which is great really nice of him
0: um, and his mother was just too much of a raging alcoholic that she to didn't notice. notice yeah okay
1: he had a dismembered body upstairs in her house and she didn't notice didn't
0: notice that's great
1: or maybe she didn't notice and she was just over it at this point she
0: just, just didn't care
1: she's like i hate this kid <laughs> on february 5th 1973 he offered a ride to two students rosalind thorpe and alice Liu. shortly after picking them up he shot them Uh, drove past the campus security at the gates with two mortally wounded women in his car so they're dying in his car drives past the security security doesn't notice shit what the hell great job, campus security jesus he decapitated his two victims and further dismembered the bodies removed the bullets from their heads and disposed their parts in different locations so he shot them in the head and then removed the bullets yeah i thought that was really he has like this weird complex where like um this goes back to his grandparents he's so violent so rage but then he shows care yeah you know what i mean like he he sympathy killed his grandfather now he's removing the bullets like that's signs of care
0: i wouldn't know how to remove a bullet no like hold this guy tongs tongs Tongs.
1: it's fine i've obviously never killed anybody um in march uh some of the remains were discovered by hikers near highway one in san mateo county only some i don't think they've ever found a whole body of one of his victims
0: but he's pretty talkative to the point where he admitted all this shit yeah there's
1: tons and tons of interviews i watched so many interviews because he's so interesting to listen to like he's so hyper aware of himself but like doesn't care yeah it's really, really weird. Like, he has no I, sympathy
0: bone, but he does. Yeah.
1: Check out some interviews on YouTube. I watched a really cool one where... um he and his lawyers said that they didn't want to do any interviews because they just wanted to like get the case over with or something. But um there was one news reporter and I forget she did some sort of nice gesture towards him. She offered him water or something or she made him laugh and he decided, like, I like this girl. Yeah. I'll give her an interview. And he gave her like the first ever interview. And it
0: was like the full story, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like blew her away. And I think I can't remember if it was this girl or if it was another one, but he did a whole interview with a girl. And she realized that her tape recorder wasn't recording. Stop. And he redid it, but had recited it. So, like, did it the to same way. Tea. Like, to a T. Which, again, shows his intelligence and stuff.
0: Even the way that they portrayed him on Mindhunter is, like, fucked. Like, I didn't watch it. I want to watch it. Definitely watch it, because it's, like, everything that you're describing is, like... It's scary how smart this guy was. Yeah.
1: But he, like... He it was weird he was almost like friendly towards yeah. certain people and he was buddies with the cops again which is weird
0: yeah
1: at the time that he was murdering people there was two other serial killers about uh one was john Lindley fraser and the other was herbert mullins they were in the same area as him weirdly enough committing weird. their own crimes resulting in santa cruz receiving the nickname quote murder capital of the world in the press uh for kemper's part he was dubbed the co-ed killer and the co-ed butcher because of his affinity for college girls so there's i don't know if they knew there was three serial killers at the time or if they just thought that like this co-ed killer was killing all of these people like it's all but isn't that insane that it was all happening at the same time
0: and like how likely would that be like it hasn't happened like since i don't think that's fucked
1: i wonder what was happening in that area in that time period that like People were just angry and wanted to kill people.
0: Drugs and rage. Yeah,
1: (laughs) apparently the early seventies were not a good time in California. No, I thought it was the best time. It should have (laughs) been. Oh well.
0: Not if you're friends with Edmund Kemper.
1: Um. So. Earlier, I said something about how his mom uh, would probably make him hate women because she was absolutely awful. Um, Kemper was quoted in another interview that I watched. Uh, They asked him about his crimes, and he said, they represented not what my mother was, but what she liked, what she coveted, and what was important to her. I was destroying it. So that makes me think, I don't know if he was talking about his sisters and that, like, she coveted his sisters and his sisters were more important than him, or if he was just talking about, like, she was vain and wanted like youth and popularity, yeah. so that's why he was killing college girls. But um I thought it was interesting that he uh, definitely was seeing his mother when he was killing these women. Like yeah. she kind of made him what he is.
0: It's kind of like a rage kill at that point. Yeah, like always picturing his mom. Like yeah, he obviously it, fucking hates her. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it seems to have haunted him his whole life. Um, he obviously isn't a very emotional person so like yeah. when he was talking about his mom he was very deadpan and stuff like this quote is very deadpan when he says it it's interesting that he yeah weird the way he says it it's it's wasn't his mom that he was picturing but like what she wanted to be or what she wanted to have i feel like he's almost talking about his sisters a little bit with yeah. that because he she favored him or favored them so much over him yeah and kept him away from them and i not we're and it makes
0: you it, <laughs> it kind of it makes you think that like if he's that freaking smart how how much can you believe him because that's that, true like is he lying that's true you, this
1: could all just be his whole narrative yeah. that he's creating yeah
0: exactly and Ooh, how you this want to think. so cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um in april of
1: 1973 kemper committed what would be his last two murders on good friday of all days He went to his mother's home where they had some sort of argument. Um, He attacked his mother after she went to sleep, which is pretty cowardice. I'd just punch her in the face right then and there. (laughs) Um, I wouldn't. I'm sorry. I left my mom. Um, He hit her in the head with a hammer and then cut her throat with a knife oh so the like bludgeoning with the hammer wasn't enough for him he had to make sure she was dead yeah
0: Um, he took all the rage out on his mom
1: yep and then like his other victims he decapitated her and cut off her hands but then also removed her voice box and put it down the garbage disposal stop he quite literally silenced her abuse towards him um he got sick of her yelling he got sick of her talking down on him and he removed her ability to do so that i is thought deep. yeah that was symbolism to a t i think i said this in another episode i love i don't love i find it so interesting when serial killers put like symbolism and stuff yeah i think it's neat i think i don't know it's i'm just, weird guys
0: but it's it makes it like i'm trying to like trying to understand what is going through their head yeah it's fucking unreal because you can't like how would you know? Well, it just—it's weird that it makes sense
1: to them. Exactly. Like, I don't like my mom. You know what I'm gonna do? Cut her head off and take her voice box. Out. Yeah. I get into a fight with my mom. We yell a bit. We go into a different room, and then we're fine. Like ten minutes later. You're
0: not taking her voice box. Out. I don't
1: want to take her voice box. Out. No.
0: No. That's. I don't gross. even think you know where her voice box is.
1: Because <laughs> I don't either. I actually have that thought. I was <laughs> gonna say I don't know where it is, and I don't know how to do it. <laughs> you know me too well um i read a different article this is the only article i found that makes this claim so i don't know if it's true but apparently he pinned his mother's head to the wall and screamed at it for an hour while throwing darts at it
0: oh same
1: he was getting all of that pent-up rage (laughs) out um after hiding his mother's body parts he called her friend sally hallett over and invited her to his mom's house um when she got there uh he strangled her and hid her body as well in a closet The next day he left and went to Colorado where he made a call to the police and confessed to his crimes. Um, They didn't believe him because that was their buddy. But after a bunch of uh, interrogations by the police, he led them to all of the evidence. Uh, He led them to, I guess, sites where different remains were. And he finally told them, I'm the co-ed killer.
0: So so he turned himself in? Yep, to his buddies. So this is literally just uh, like he wants to be known i think this he was this thing. was almost
1: like a storyline for him yeah like his mom was like the i don't know why he killed her friend i don't know if she was part of the yelling party or something The yelling party, but um it seems that he had like maybe he was like practicing all these college yeah. girls finding like the quote best way to kill his mom like That's so fucked because we'll think about it he changed his methods probably through like uh he strangled he stabbed he shot he's like getting a feel for which one makes him feel the best yeah and then he kind of did like a little bit of everything to his mom yeah um i guess all of them felt the best (laughs) that's so fucked Uh, i think it was a storyline thing for him and this was his end and he's like well i got no one left to kill i killed the ultimate victim yeah and he turned himself in um so he was charged with eight counts of first degree murder he was found guilty of all charges can't imagine why the judge asked him what his punishment should be and he said that he should be tortured to death which again that gas chamber game yeah like he the weirdest little story it's like he he
0: planned out his life and he wants he he, yeah he knows how he wants it to end he like practiced his death when he was 10 years old with his sisters that's so fucked
1: what a weird dude um instead though because they didn't want to do that he received eight concurrent life sentences he's still alive he's serving his time at a california medical facility shit he's still alive yep he's 71 years old and he's still giving interviews to this day
0: holy fuck
1: yeah the end that is nuts i thought this guy was really cool there was so much like psychology in his killing i guess for lack of a better term like i just thought he was super in-depth i had i don't want to say fun researching him but i had fun researching him
0: but it, it's like it goes into like a downward spiral spiral whereas like there's just so much shit mm-hmm. that he, and like how the fuck does his brain work really well like, like really really well like, damn that's fucked he's fucked he
1: was almost like a soap opera if you think about it
0: honestly he literally <laughs> made his own reality tv show of yeah serial killers but just himself
1: now he's just sort of almost like enjoying retirement like he's just living in prison giving interviews chilling
0: just living his best life that like, yeah. he wants to live
1: wow well
0: that was fun and it only took cutting off like how many how many victims did he have
1: i don't know the total number but he was found guilty of eight charges okay um so there's three family murders and i think total like officially eight college girls
0: i feel like way more than that though probably yeah what a pig (laughs) (laughs) what a way to end the
1: the the little segment what a A pig pig.
0: (laughs) i mean he's fucked though it's yelly's Mm. turn i know so yeah i'm gonna go over this spooky tale of the marathon tunnel marathon marathon it's a tunnel it's a tunnel it's a tunnel, and like it's... a mining tunnel. No, but it's in Saint Catharines, Ontario. Oh, really? Yeah, just
1: outside of it. We should go there when we go to Niagara. We should. Um, yeah, we yeah. went to Saint Catharines uh, last time we went to Niagara. We went to go see uh, the lift locks. I don't. You know, what's really fucking crazy.
0: That's where this is is that the lift this, locks this is the story it's no about way. it's about the lift locks so we well tr- an area around the lift locks
1: so we we wanted to go to the lift locks because i guess it's a cool thing to look at i don't know it's my cool. dad and carl both said we should go to the lift locks i was like let's go to the fucking lift locks then mm-hmm. um so we got like 95 percent of the way there And the GPS said turn left and we went to turn left and halfway down the road was like a road closed sign and like the whole like street was blocked off. We're like, what the fuck do we do? Yeah. And it rerouted us to like this farm area of St. Catharines where there was like acres and acres of land, but only like four houses. Oh my god. And like we didn't know where we were. It told us to turn down this like dirt road and then it said turn right and we look and it's just a house. There's no street anymore. Yeah, like there's no lift
0: locks. Fuck it, we just went and got sushi. Never like, got to see the lift locks. No, because you need, like, for lift locks, you need to be by the water, not by a farm.
1: Well, I didn't go by the farm, the GPS went when by the farm, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's actually it's in and around that area. Well, now I'm definitely gonna see the lift locks. Yeah, now we'll have to go because we have to find this tunnel yes. and go and then go to the lift locks and go to the lift locks. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's also known as the Grand Trunk Railway Tunnel, and it's actually like, well, not actually, but it's most famously known as the Blue Ghost Tunnel oh yeah so i'll explain that a bit is later the ghost blue it is Dab-a-D- 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 <laughs> but if he was green he would die he would die <laughs> he did die though he died shit yeah <laughs> whoever it is it's past our it's bedtime it's way past our be- <laughs> it's 10 o'clock on a friday i mean i've been up since 5 a.m i'm tired i just don't sleep ever no what, i'm <laughs> just sleep. constantly tired yeah <laughs> you're like this is just who i am yeah <laughs> um so yeah so it's known for the blue ghost tunnel because of a photo that was taken in the tunnel and there's like a blue apparition like okay. a mist if it's in the, the shape of a person and so it's like that's why they call it the blue ghost tunnel. okay yeah um so it's right currently right now it's an abandoned railway tunnel located in thoral 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 i was gonna get so mad at you for saying that wrong he said i was like i don't know how to pronounce this is it thorold and he turned his head even though he has a slip disc right now and can't turn his head he turned his head and was like, it's Thoral. <laughs> he,
1: he, he has family there. For some reason, he's just so passionate about the pronunciation. I don't know.
0: He's, he's very committed. And if I do this wrong, he's going to yell at me. <laughs> so it's in thor At least it didn't Ab- I didn't say mean, Edipicoke. Like, if you haven't watched Don't Fuck With Cats yet...
1: Just get off our podcast
0: yeah no just <laughs> honestly go watch it and if you're from ontario when they say etobicoke instead of etobicoke it's you're the gonna best. die it's the best so yeah so it's in thorold thorold Thoro, thorough it's like Zoro with a th is what they said right okay that just outside of st Catharines. okay so a little bit of history about the tunnel so it began being used in 1876 and it's located under the former third Welland canal between locks eight or eighteen and nineteen. So no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um the Welland Canal is a ship canal that connects like Lake Ontario to Lake Erie. Okay. And it was built so that ships um could bypass Niagara Falls so they don't have to like go fall down and die. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> yeah. So it goes up and down the Niagara escarpment. Okay. Escarpment. Yeah. That place. Um so in the late eighteen hundreds, at this time they already had two canals built, but they were seeing so much like growth of like ships like um cargo ships and passenger ships mm-hmm. come through uh they wanted to build a, like a third bigger um canal so that's why they built the third canal and this canal ran ran straighter and longer and had shorter like transit times compared to like the first two canals okay and the third well canal was en route from port dalhousie to thor oh thor i'm gonna fuck it up every time and i'm really sorry we're calling this episode thorough, thorough. <laughs> so when the canal was completed Uh, There was a great Western, great Western railway company. Um, So they said they needed like a route that would be more quiet and uninterrupted. And they wouldn't accept the idea of any early plans for like a swing bridge over the canal. So you know those like swing bridges that like draw up and down? Yeah, yeah. Um, So they wanted something that was like quick, easy. Like you can do it right now and we need something that's like better for us. Um, So thus the construction of the tunnel. So instead of a swing bridge, they built a tunnel? Yeah, they ended up building a swing bridge later but they bitched and complained they managed to get a tunnel instead (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a colossal waste of money right so the tunnel was built using queenstone limestone and it spans a total of 713 feet like in total Mm -hmm. um and it's a single lined route so you can only go one way okay but then you can well you can go both ways but it's only one track
1: so like one at a time
0: yeah exactly no head-on collisions no no head-on collisions um well kind of (laughs) Is that what happened? One of them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, So work began to build um, the tunnel in 1875. Uh, The excavation of the tunnel was done by literally, like, hundreds of men with, like, literally just picks and shovels. Mm -hmm. And it only took a year to complete. That's impressive. Which is crazy. So they're sitting there doing, like, their little stuff Well, they probably, dwarfs. like, didn't have labor laws. They probably worked,
1: like, 12 hours a yeah. day nonstop. I, I'm
0: pretty sure most of them were immigrants from, like, Ireland and stuff, too. Yeah. Came over from, like, the UK. Or,
1: like, um, some railway was built by Chinese or Japanese or something, and it was, like, slave labor. That's terrible. Something like that. Yeah.
0: Wouldn't be surprised if, that, if this was one of those yeah. cases. Yeah. So, yeah. So the tunnel was built in 1875 only took about a year uh so the tunnel was only used until about the 1930s before a double rail um line swing bridge was constructed so like the swing bridge that did both and that bridge actually still being used today oh the tracks on this tunnel they were removed in 1930
1: so it's just like a so it's just like a useless dead tunnel yeah great
0: yeah (laughs) so harry eastwood was the last official engineer and he was actually the first engineer um, to pilot a train through that tunnel, and after that, the tunnel was used occasionally for like local farmers, like getting their cattle through, like safely, okay, yeah. yeah, and just like kind of like a safe passage if you're like walking by and, and want to like hang channel. out, yeah. And I think it, that that stopped around like 1915 before it kind of just stopped being used around that time. um So there was plenty of fucking accidents during the construction of this tunnel. I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> those labor laws I was talking about. <laughs> exactly. Um, so there was a lot of accidents during the construction, but there was only recorded about, of th- uh, three deaths that occurred. Recorded. Oh, occurred. Occurred. Recorded. We're having a hard time tonight. I'm having a difficult time. We're rusty from our, uh, week off. Uh, it's also 10 o'clock and it's I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so three deaths that were recorded. In 1875, a 14 fa- a year old, um, Irish immigrant was crushed under the large boulders. How so old? 14. Aw. Yeah. Really sad. Can you imagine being 14 years old and being, like, shipped He's probably here. Like,
1: helping support his family. Yeah. Aww.
0: For, like, literally pennies. And yeah. then gets crushed to death by a boulder. Um, so, although there's, like, many, like, a lot of freaking accidents and injuries at the construction site, um, apparently none were serious enough to stop the construction of the tunnel. So, uh, like... <laughs> the, ir- death.
1: <laughs> the death? The
0: serious no, enough? not at all. <laughs> they need their train to go by, so that's all, that's all that matters. Um, so, during the construction, both the tunnel and the canal, there was... Again, like total all of all of it there was 107 deaths which were like widely unreported like no one really knew about it i figured as much yeah. <laughs> um so the immigrants were mainly from ireland italy and china and there wasn't much public knowledge about the deaths um during that construction so not surprised if their families were ever like even informed they died oh yeah so i mean i mean at
1: some point i'm sure they
0: clued in but that's an yeah. awful yeah and like if that just makes angry spirits right then and there yeah for sure yeah but all of this so this is all like it's not guaranteed that like these people died in the tunnel but it was during the construction right mm-hmm. so that could stem from it so on january 3rd 1930 was the day of the great rail disaster
1: dun 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 yeah so there's
0: a news article i'm actually gonna post uh we're gonna post a picture of the news article clipping because it's actually really cool well it's not cool like they an old newspaper clipping yeah yeah i think yeah, yeah. Cool too. i think they're cool so engine number 975 so it was an 80 ton mogul train so it's just like a type of steam train mm-hmm. uh it left niagara falls at 6 a.m and it did that like every single morning it was a regular route and it would continue through to hamilton however another mogul train engine number four was an express train that was scheduled for merriton at six twenty eight a.m so i'm not sure if it was late or just the timing was just a bit weird terrible timing yeah so in the direction i think it is. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. <laughs> So and at, and it's weird because they didn't have like proper signs. Like they had like like not the lights that you have today, where it says like stop and go sort of yeah. thing. It was more like people standing at the end of the tunnel telling you to just stop. yelling. Yeah, pretty much. Save kind of like security officers. Sounds like go transit. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um. So at seven thirty or sorry at seven oh three a.m. in the morning, engine number seventy five and engine number four collided. Both engines were in full steam and going twenty two miles wow. per hour. Yeah, they're going pretty damn fast seconds before the collision both trains were on like a sharp curve and so they probably they, didn't see each other they couldn't see oh. each other yeah um so the sharp curve and that curve caused the engineers to exactly like not see each other and apparently it's recorded that they can see a distance for about 200 feet mm-hmm. so if they were making that sharp curve they would not see anything in front of them yeah 200 feet um so both engineers actually only escaped with a few broken bones and minor what? cuts to their arms and faces no yeah. way yeah however both firemen on the trains died so, back then, like, a fireman is not, like, a regular fireman. The fireman is, like, the guy who... Oh, like, throws the, the coal, coal or whatever? Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. he deals. With, he basically runs a where train.
1: Do, where was the engineer sitting that he didn't get crushed? I have no bloody idea. I'm just... I'm still back at that. Yeah. How did they live?
0: <laughs> There's pictures of the trains, too. So, I'm, we're going to post those, too. Are they, like, destroyed? Yeah, destroyed. Yeah. I don't know how wow. the fuck they survived. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, the fireman on the steam train is just the guy who tends to the fire... So the fireman on the express train, um, Mr. Charles Horning, died pretty horrifically. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so it's reported that he was jammed between the broiler and the tentler. So remember when I was, I was oh messaging God, you yeah. and I was like, what is this? And your dad was like, he would help me out because your dad loved trains.
1: Yeah, my dad was like yeah. super obsessed with trains. <laughs> and uh, she, I think she wrote this like the day he went in for like a procedure. Yeah. And I was like, I'll
0: ask him when he gets out. And we don't know what a tentler is now. <laughs> Oh well I, I think i do did you find um, it i i don't know if i'm right well, tell me <laughs> okay um so yeah i guess this whole podcast is just dedicated to your dad
1: yeah yeah it's for you frank
0: yeah um so the tentler I, like i think it's the coal car that's behind the steam train so at like the front of the locomotive oh, there's like the the, the thing the that coal, carries all the coal the, yeah i think that's what okay it is. yeah um oh. so that so he was like pinned in between that and and the hot thing yeah and the oh did he uh, burn basically so oh. people uh, tried to rescue him because oh. he was alive oh god so they tried to like pull him out but they when they pulled him like his limbs just came off like yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so gross. they tried to pull him they were pulling on his limbs and that sounds
1: like a horror movie yeah
0: his arm and leg was severed from his body um so he died there and his body was never fully recovered from the wreck so they could never actually unpin him
1: oh my god yeah that's yeah well because they didn't have like jaws of life back. Then. yeah oh god
0: no. so i mean that's graphic one one person said <laughs> parental that... advisory warning on this yeah. <laughs> i mean all of our stuff is explicit it's fine explicit but one of them uh one of the reports said that when they pulled his arm they like when it came off the guy that was holding it just looked down and like the his watch on his arm was still ticking oh and it just like sat. that's with, creepy yeah like oh oh can you imagine still being alive and your arm just fucking gets pulled off by someone trying to save you? Oh, thank you. I feel
1: like, though, at that point, he doesn't feel anything because there's so much adrenaline from just all the pain. I would really at least hope I'm so. telling myself that yeah. because I just can't imagine.
0: I was going to say, I really fucking hope so. She felt nothing. No. You can't see our faces right now, but I'm
1: making a very sad <laughs> yeah. face while saying
0: this. Um. So the uh, the fireman for the mogul train, which was like the, the regular one. Yeah. Um, abraham de he was flung into the broiler during the fuck <laughs> i don't know why i'm laughing <laughs> i'm laughing at you laughing <laughs> oh my god i'm just picturing someone just get flung into a broiler <laughs> i'm just i don't know
1: i'm oh terrible god
0: so he was flung into the broiler during the crash and it caused his body to be burnt like 90 um so they actually got him Oh, he was God. he was like recovered from the wreck and rushed to St. Catherine's General Hospital, but he died five hours later. Yeah, so what year is this again? This is like the this happened in 1903. Yeah, yeah. There's no saving him. Jeez, no. So workers on the express train claim that the dispatcher gave them like the, the clearance to enter the track, the track line. So when the so the wreck was actually being blamed on that, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that it's just a single track and like poor visibility with like yeah. going on the sharp curve and stuff like that, but yeah so that's one disaster that happened that's only one yeah (laughs) there could be a ghost walking around with fucking no limbs oh my god
1: (laughs) walking around with no limbs rolling (laughs) rolling (laughs) hover
0: yeah we got to start making fun of dead people we do ghost hover man so it's fine oh you're right you're okay i'll give you that yeah they don't need limbs it's fine (laughs) um so there's willie wallace tiffany so in 1912 it's a ship called le canadian i'm not i'm from canada i can't fucking speak french or even have an accent for it no no so um so it randomly lost power while it was in lock 22 of the canal and that actually like caused a rush of water to hit lock 21 Okay. and the and it ended up flooding like the surrounding area so like the outside of the lock and it caused like a tidal wave to rush down like the canal part however at that time there was three young children fishing along the oh, canal no. and they all ended up being oh, swept God. away <laughs> two of the boys were rescued but willie unfortunately drowned and he was only five years old
1: Aw, poor willie yeah so
0: that's there's also a news clipping for that so maybe we'll include it i don't know that i don't know what, I, what the, I think it's like a 10 picture limit on the swipe is there a... i i
1: probably only have one picture so you you can put as many we, as you want. <laughs> we'll just put a bunch of disaster train
0: cars and a little boy named Willie. This week's post is going to be dark. It is. <laughs> it's going to be very dark. Um. So there's a St. Peter's Church and Cemetery. So I'm going to go into a little bit about this um so in 1921 a burial ground was moved to the new lake cemetery it's now called old lake cemetery um so it's no longer in use but you can still go to it like people are still buried there so hold on it was new lake first now, but it's, now old. it's old lake yeah they they really thought that one out Seems right? <laughs> <laughs> um so the um so that the land could be used to make a pond like area for any excess water from the canal like kind of like a reservoir yeah um so. so like near the tunnel um so they just pretty much picked up the whole cemetery and moved them, which is weird, weird. but there's issues with that. So the Thor, Oh, Thor. (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn. So the residents of this place that I can't say, um, were asked to make arrangements, to move their family members who were like in that burial ground. Um, but they also needed to cover all the costs for it. Oh yeah. That's hell no. Yeah. So out of, so there was 842 bodies buried in that cemetery and out of those eight hundred and forty-two bodies, only two hundred and fifty-three were removed. So that's a difference of five. So they built the reservoir on top of the bodies. Basically, they said they didn't. Super, but not they haunted. did. <laughs> no, um, but so that's a difference of five hundred eighty-nine bodies. Oh God. Yeah. So I totally want to go here. Yeah, the tunnel is by like road where the GM plant is. So, it's, like, heavily okay. securitized. Like, some security guards will, like, let you walk and go see the tunnel, but some of them are just assholes, apparently. Oh, wait, you can't go in it? No. We'll get there, though. I'll, I'll I'll explain the tunnel in a bit. Okay. And shit that's happened in it. So, it's reported that, like, these families couldn't afford to move their family members. So, a lot of the graves actually, or, at, or like, couldn't get moved because they didn't have the money. Yeah. And all, a lot of them, a lot of the graves didn't have family members. Oh, that's sad. They kind of just didn't do anything with them. Um, So some graves were over 100 years old. The oldest in that um, cemetery was Hannah Lampton, who died in 1793. Oh wow! Yeah, so she she very old. Um, So, during the excavation of the bodies, some bodies were misidentified and some were just not recoverable. So, they're
1: just disrespecting the dead all over the place. They just,
0: it's digging themselves a really fucking deep hole at this point. Quite literally. Literally. (laughs) And some just went missing completely. Like, they just lost track of them. Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah. Um, So according to the superintendent of the cemetery, 118 graves have um, no record of who they are and about 72 only contain body parts. So it's not like a full body in there. What kind of disorganized mess was this project? I don't know, but I mean, it's a 1921, so. Okay, fair. Well, no, I won't (laughs) say fair, but. (laughs) And a lot of gravestones and monuments were damaged and destroyed um, when they got moved to the new location. I can't imagine why this
1: place is haunted
0: i mean i'd be pretty pissed too like you yeah i'm sleeping leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine that
1: you're like you're finally at peace yeah you're resting in whatever afterlife and all of a sudden there's like a tractor pulling
0: you up yeah or not a tractor what do they call it, Isn't it a tractor
1: i don't know i don't know Construction. i'm just thinking
0: of a tractor. books <laughs> it's a really fun okay so i back to my me driving farm roads um so i was driving down and there's a, a tractor coming towards me like this happened today yeah and he had, like, two ba- barrels of hay. One was, like, normal. Another one was just, like, hanging off. Oh, like, flying everywhere. And I was like, dude, you're going to lose your hay barrel. And then I keep driving. And then there's just a fucking massive-ass hay barrel in the middle of the road. Oh,
1: my God. He dropped
0: he it? He dropped one of them. That's so bad. Yeah. I was like, dude, <laughs> where the fuck am I going to go? <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> and there's just snow all over the road. Yeah, like, it's God really damn. gross weather out right now, too. God. But, yeah. So, back to our story. Um, So after all, they moved everybody that they could and everything like that. Everyone paid their dues. Um, So the grounds were actually flooded with excess water from the canal. And today, the remains of some of those headstones that were left behind can actually be seen in the pond when it's drained. Oh, wow. Yeah. And authorities to like this day have admitted that the cemetery was there because there were rumors that like it wasn't there. How can you deny it in that point? (laughs) I don't know. They have admitted that the cemetery was there and not all bodies were removed so the bodies are still under there Ugh. um and there's no plans to remove them and they're not going to
1: even to this day yeah. wow yeah um is that
0: accessible to people that area yeah. there there's there's one um in like
1: the least morbid way i think it'd be really cool to take pictures there not yeah. selfies like pictures of it yeah like if, if it's like low enough that you could see the stones and
0: stuff there's pictures online too so maybe we'll post some of those too yeah of like really the cool. headstones like... yeah it's really it's i like it's spooky dogs. pictures <laughs> it's cool I mean, I mean, it's not cool the way it happened, but it's cool no. to see, I guess. So that, so that's basically everything that's.
1: I just happened. sorry, sorry to interrupt. No. I just saw something. Um, I posted a question in our story today, asking for like, um, like what's the most haunted thing in your area, like a tourist attraction in your area, and Hannah, who we mentioned earlier grew up in niagara on the lake oh i saw that yeah yeah and mm-hmm. i'm starting to see why it, she said it's the most haunted place in canada yeah. they're just like disrespecting the dead they're <laughs> crashing trains they're killing
0: children like yeah. everybody go visit niagara <laughs> there's a really haunted hotel up there um me and one of my older friends we were supposed to go to a hotel there that's really fucking haunted and we should go
1: i was just gonna say i'm your friend yeah let's go you're my only friend
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> um so yeah so that's just basically any th- all the stuff the weird stuff that happened that could explain why the tunnel is haunted um so in 1999 a paranormal investigator named russ found the tunnel while searching for another tunnel in the area he just like happened to stumble on on a tunnel it. hunt <laughs> yeah basically he was with like a group he was younger at this time but he was with, like a group of other paranormal investigators mm-hmm. and they were supposed to go see, um finally like, i'm pretty sure it's called the screaming tunnel in oh Falls. That sounds nice yeah so a lot of people get these two tunnels confused okay because um, you can hear screams in this tunnel too, but it's not just, this one. Is not the screaming tunnel? This is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So he went to actually because they're right near each other, pretty much. So they went to go find the screaming tunnel, but he didn't find it. He ended up this tunnel. Um, so he is the person that took the picture of the blue mist. Oh, cool!
1: Yeah. So, so in 1999, it was taken. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's what stemmed the the blue ghost tunnel.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: So he's returned multiple times to investigate this tunnel. Um, there is a report of a spirit. Of like a dog-like creature in the tunnels. Uh puppy. Yeah. Kind of like what? It, what are they called? The, the hellhounds. Oh, not That's, a nice puppy. No, not a oh, nice puppy. Okay. No. <laughs> and it happen- they're all good boys, though. Yeah, all good boys. <laughs> Until they want to eat you. <laughs> Still a good boy. <laughs> I mean, I run hell, so they're my pets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's known. It's been known to hear like you're able to hear it at the entrance of the tunnel. Okay. Like um, howling or something. Yeah. Yeah. So a dude named Daniel as my earlier thing damn, damn daniel, daniel. <laughs> i literally wrote insert damn daniel joke here i was it was like 1am when i was writing
1: this so i we do was funny research at really dumb hours we freaking do um i'm usually on well i can say this because we're in canada i'm usually stoned when i do my research 110 yeah. <laughs> percent all the time that's why we have like a I write it as if I'm saying it, so I'll put
0: in things like, holy shit, this happened, <laughs> and then I have to edit it down a little bit. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a mess. I mean, like, it's 10.23 now, and I have to get up at 6 a.m. to drive to Algonquin Oh, my God, morning. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's going to be an adventure. It's gonna be fun. I'm asleep. We're having a fun weekend. Yeah, we're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so this Daniel Guy. He's actually the founder of the Ghost Walks. Which you tagged me in the, today, oh, no way. yeah. So he founded those ghost walks. So it's Niagara, Hamilton, Toronto area. So he was in the tunnel one evening investigating with a team, and this is like a direct quote. Cro- uh, quote? It's a quote. Uh, quote from him. So, and I quote: Most nights focused on subtle changes in temperature and atmosphere. We used EMF detectors um, and psychic impression. Hours and hours of little results uh one night was more active than the rest when a thunderstorm rolled in great backdrop for a ghost hunt energy was stirred up and the machine spiked few hours later a few hours later, uh, few hours later we were leaving i i'd look to the entrance about 20 feet away from me and see movement i squinted strained i looked it looked like an animal size of a shape of a really big dog i ran towards it watching my head as it i, I ran
1: towards yeah it? towards
0: it and not because, my response fuck right and it's not like it was a creepy ass dog even like even if it wasn't a ghost like you see a coyote or something yeah, i'd be might. like i'm not gonna run to it yeah. i like my life <laughs> um so he ran toward i ran towards it watching my head as like because the beams were low finally got to the entrance to find nothing at the same time a crack of lightning i'm man enough to admit jumping thankfully i didn't scream <laughs> That's was, funny. <laughs> a lot of people have visited this place and many reports from visitors, this is like a huge one, is that their batteries um drain almost instantly. Like entering Ooh, the tunnel, your batteries drain. Like
1: you go in with a full charge and it's zero. Exactly. Crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So one lady stated, and I quote, All phone, camera, and flashlight batteries died when entering the tunnel. We heard screams, saw mist, like apparitions appeared, and felt pockets of cold oppressed energy. Uh, another lady said didn't go all the way in there was 14 of us and all but one flashlight stopped working oh wow yeah like, instantly. These are all... I wouldn't go in either. Right? <laughs> we went to... Because uh, Salem Cemetery in Ajax is supposed to be haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, So I made um Stuart go with me and we took Tom. <laughs> Poor John. <laughs> and uh, we went on a Friday the 13th. We weren't the only people there, too. So That's so funny. Yeah, and our dumbasses went there and we didn't even fucking bring flashlights. Oh, my God. It was so dark. Where is that one? It's, like, up Salem Road. I've never seen it. You haven't? Like, like way, way, way up? Way, way, way up. It's, uh, like, farm roads, like... You'll yeah. have to take me one day. I'm down. I mean, it's, like, right next door pretty much yeah yeah so we should go it's fun but they have like the bo- the church there's all boarded up and that's supposed to be the haunted part so Damn. we just have to sneak in <laughs> um so a large man dressed in period clothing has also been reported in what in, like period clothing like 1800s oh. yeah i, I thought was... you said purity clothing no <laughs> he was wearing a nun <laughs> outfit <laughs> Do you imagine? i would be fucking terrified <laughs> um so a large man dressed in period clo- clothing from the 1800s Um, is reported to be seen um, at the entrance of the tunnel as well and sometimes like near the center and the feeling when he's around is like really powerful very strong very angry like he's a very very fucking angry spirit so i mean wouldn't be surprised if he's one of those dead fucking people sitting under the reservoir right now yeah um so there's been reported of a young child age four to seven who's extremely frightened (gasps) Is it willie some people believe it's with the spirit of willie oh my willie but people still say it's the spirit of, of a small girl oh yeah so i mean i wouldn't be surprised if it was willie i want it to be willie <laughs> um so another young child around 10 to 13 possibly female who's also frightened and seems to have um, died by suffocation oh also reported this this spirit is being held against will so a couple of psychics went in and they've reported this felt that... the room out or whatever or tunnel tunnel yeah the roomy tunnel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but it said that like these two kids are extremely frightened and that they feel like there's a presence here that's keeping them there, and oh. won't let them go.
1: Uh, if could they be from that pond thing too? Could be because like what's keeping them there could be the fact that they are under a pond and yeah. cannot physically, well, spiritually get out. Yeah, or maybe that really
0: angry tall guy, the ghost, mm. is keeping them in there. True, their death might not he be seems related. Like Tight, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so there is a theory behind the tunnel, but they think of the tunnel itself is not haunted because most of all the incidents, like the train accident didn't happen in the tunnel. Yeah. But it happened on that line. Yeah. All, a lot of the deaths building the tunnel and the train and everything like that, a lot of it didn't happen near there. So they think that the tunnel is like a manifestation of all of these spirits around the area and they've kind of just came into one area and they're haunting the fuck out of this tunnel not like a portal but like a it's kind like of a like hub. a beacon yeah yeah like a like sp- a
1: sunnydale what was sunnydale called in buffy the uh the, oh my the f- hell mouth? yeah the hell no yeah pretty much
0: <laughs> but that's what that's what a big theory behind it because a lot of these incidents that have happened didn't necessarily happen in the tunnel so like but for some reason they've all all, migrated there yeah they've all gone there like my theory is like i agree with that because it really is the last part of the well like the third canal and the train track that's left like
1: oh okay well yeah because um uh, i read that some spirits like attached to to like things so like um for example like a mirror like if the yeah. mirror is haunted and you like take the mirror out of your house and like move somewhere else or something it'll, it'll like go follow it. you kind yeah. of thing. so maybe they're just like attaching to the
0: tunnel because that's the closest yeah thing. yeah that makes sense yeah definitely so that's just definitely kind of like a it's like a center point mm-hmm. for all of these spirits and then apparently in 2009 human remains were found in the area after water levels sank super Ooh. low so they aren't it was ruled that it wasn't recent like a recent homicide oh no was
1: it from the pond they think it's from oh good the god pond. these yeah. poor people yeah
0: so they just put just, it back yeah, yeah i don't know what they did with it. so in 2006 the entrance of the tunnel was sealed up with cinder blocks because they got this tunnel just got so popular they got sick and tired of it and if you go there now you on the way down they have like guardrails
1: because
0: mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a road yeah um so they have guardrails there but people have like graffitied it saying like beware like caution don't enter people being people they fucking knock down the wall anyway so you can get in um so the way it worked is because you can't seal off a full tunnel just in case so they sealed off part of the tunnel but they they put a barred door people broken the door and made a massive hole in the the wall so everyone's still so you can still get in let's do it and there's just graffiti everywhere which kind of it's a bummer and many reports of people visiting this tunnel you which you have if this is something you guys are interested in going to go see, go ahead and do it. But I feel like do it safely because a lot of people have reported that our cars have been stolen and like broken into... Yeah. So like if you're going there at night and you come back and your car's broken into, that means there's people around, just be fucking safe. Yeah. Then there's like a lot of reports of vandalism. And don't go alone. Yeah, just do don't be down alone. Don't yeah. Exactly. Do not end up like another ghost in that time. I don't phase. think I would go at nighttime. I don't think I'm that brave. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um I was just thinking uh when Carl and I were trying to find the lift locks, we went in a driving tunnel that went under the canal, yep. I think. Um, And I was terrified in there.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's what this canal is. It's under the canal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I was
1: terrified in there. I was very paranoid being in there. And I'm, like, thinking about it. I'm, like, talking about how much I want to go there. I'm, like, "Mm, I'll stand outside and watch you all go in there. (laughs) Watch all
0: of our flashlights Yeah. Yeah. I would go during the day, I think, because I feel like it's a little bit safer. But then you also want to go. Just less intimidating. Yeah. And if if my car gets broken into i can see where the fuck you went yeah (laughs) but there is security around the area because they get so much shit and it's by like the gm plant Mm -hmm. so apparently some security guards are really cool but some aren't so cool so they'll just tell you to go away
1: oh because it's
0: it's you're trespassing this tunnel will be on trespassing property so be aware (laughs) of that be smart yeah so i got a lot of this information from the blue ghost tunnel making of a legend which is just like a, a a story this guy put together and you can read it online so if you want to go have a really cool fucking read go read that It's really sick he goes into like multiple theories of what's going on with this this tunnel he explains everything yeah like from the building to like now apparently it's he... just like an article or a yeah it's kind of like a short story okay yeah he did a bunch of interviews with people he did an interview with um a former house angels and they said that they used the tunnel at one point oh and it's reported that like not the best things happen to women yeah, down I can there imagine. because of
1: them so many different levels of spirits going on
0: right so i could understand like the especially like all the negative energy that's surrounding yeah. it i could see that it's like a creepy thing but yeah the fucking the, that there's whole, a lot of pictures that whole grave thing really bothers me they yeah. just like disrespected the hell out of all those dead and people and it wasn't Ooh. just like one thing it was like multiple like oh you can't afford to move your family members yeah. they're staying here bye oh you wanted the headstone oh we broke it oh I'm we sorry. broke your headstone. also we lost your arm yeah uh, oh we didn't actually give you your husband Ooh. it was somebody else I'm did, sorry did you
1: want your actual husband yeah the ad like yeah i think we lost him
0: that's so sad yeah that, that makes me sad
1: but yeah that's it ta-da that's yeah episode four <laughs> um well, that was fun. Yeah. I felt a little bit rusty. Yeah, same, actually. <laughs> we can't take breaks anymore. No more breaks. No more breaks. But thank you guys for sticking with us and being patient while we uh, sorted some shit out.
0: Yep. Um, you we're, we're happy to be back and being spooky again. Spooky, spooky as ever. I feel like we have like an outfit. What are they called? On an outfit. Uniform. Yeah, a uniform. Yeah, we
1: always end up wearing... Um, I have a My Chemical Romance shirt, which again, another theme in this episode. Yep. Um, And it's got a Ouija board on it, which I bought before this whole ouija board shit started happening which yeah, i think did, is really funny yeah um and then danielle has these ouija
0: board pants yep um they're where are they from black black craft black craft cult yeah i mean the cost an arm and leg if you live in canada but it's worth it it's worth it they're super cute but it's kind of like
1: it's become our work uniform yeah um not intentionally but just because of who we are as people yeah (laughs) i just wear this shirt all the time
0: we're not sponsored by them in any means but you should go check them out yeah
1: (laughs) sponsored by my
0: chemical romance can you imagine
1: you would die (laughs) i
0: would yeah um but do we drop our socials now always okay um so we have our instagram which is a spooky hour podcast we have our Twitter, which is at spooky hour, and our Gmail, where if you have some cool personal stories, we have a couple ideas, we're bouncing off each other's heads right now. We still want to do our spooky tales episodes, so if you have like a and we're talking about like personal stories, mm-hmm. not random stories. But if you have like personal stories of like anything creepy, ghost ufo related we don't care share it with us you can email them in basically
1: if you've seen something uh paranormal supernatural or even true crime even true crime have you witnessed a murder (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: let us know um So you can send the, those stories in. We are going to do an episode of that. So our email is podcast 666 at com. We are going to add it to our link tree. So you don't have to write it down so every time we yeah. say it. And in case you're not understanding us when we say it, because I have a stutter and it's terrible.
1: Yeah. I lisp. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah. T- we're just in a podcast. We should have never done a podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> we're thinking about, for the next
1: episode, trying something a little bit different, sort of to get you guys into the spooky tales a little bit we're thinking about sharing our personal stories yeah so maybe not necessarily doing a full-on like researched case but sort of talking about our own experiences because um my house is haunted i don't I, know what happened in it it was you know, only built in the 70s but there's definitely something going on It was ever since you guys did the basement reno That's no when I before was, that even i know but it
0: really bloomed it after really that. bloomed
1: after that when, uh, we'll get into this more in the next episode but when we were kids we had an unfinished basement that like we had our toys and stuff in and none of us ever liked going down there and Mm. we didn't know why we never saw anything we never like heard anything we just hated going down there and we did a basement reno it's now sort of like an apartment for me i live in my mom's basement
0: (laughs) Um, you are one of those and
1: since the reno i had started seeing things yeah and i'll tell you those things next week
0: and i'm just haunted as a person
1: yep she's a mess uh we're gonna post a, a bunch mess. of pictures she has pictures
0: oh I actually i was going through my computer to find them i did find them i'm gonna get better ones though so i'm not even gonna explain what i'll just well, they're nudes they're yeah <laughs> they're fucking terrifying they're not nudes oh my god your the nudes, nudes are terrifying, terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um but yeah i found the photos that were i'm referring to that there's evidence that there was creepy ass children in my house and we don't have creepy ass children do you have the pictures
1: of like the The marks marks? oh yeah yeah Yeah. yep. we're gonna post all that i don't have any pictures i just have stories so maybe i'll just post a selfie
0: yeah in my part you know what's really great though because like my parents house is like you get the vibe where it's evil you know what's in my house is not doesn't like you really yeah and it's not like it doesn't it's just... An, it's kind of more like annoyance. Well, yeah. For you, I I've, I've, I see that because yeah.
1: there's been, like, physical marks on you and yeah. stuff. So that doesn't seem very friendly yeah. to me. No. Mine just... Uh, mine seems mischievous. Yeah. Um, never anything... Kind of just just... wants to fuck with your head. Yeah. There was only one thing that was, like, potentially harmful, but it wasn't even, like... It would never have really hurt me. I'll yeah. tell you, I don't want to be say too much and ruin yeah. next week. But we're just
0: we're just bringing you guys in right now. it next you, week. week, yeah. But like living here, like it's that like Simpsons episode. Even I'm <laughs> <harsh>. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: so It's yeah. time for bed. It is. I'm so fucking tired. Me too. Nope. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We hmm. appreciate you sticking with us. Yeah. Tell all your friends too. We want to make more spooky friends. Yeah. We like friends,
0: especially no, spooky ones you're like no we don't we don't at all <laughs> um but yeah so those are our socials hit us up and then we will uh, talk to you next week see you guys see ya stay spooky stay spooky